I'm sure many of us know someone, if not you, who's felt uncomfortable talking about religion and money or just have feelings of shame or guilt about it. Welcome to Yahweh's Money, a podcast where we discuss the crossroads or intersections of religion and money. We're going to go deep into topics like tithing and saving and debt and so much more from the religious view. I'm your host, Shay Cook, CEO and founder of Crusaders for Change, LLC, and our co-host is Vanessa McNelly, one of our financial counselor coach educators. Let's talk about God and money. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Yahweh's Money. Today, we're going to be talking about leading with love. Hey, my co-host, Vanessa, how are you? I'm good, Shay. How are you today? I'm good. I, I, I mean, I have to say our... Uh, podcast producer is amazing. She started us off with a amazing prayer and going into this episode leading with love. There's a lot going on in the world. So hopefully we're here to talk about money and religion, but, you know, penetrate your hearts and your souls and, you know, give you what you need when you listen to this podcast. But welcome to Yahweh's money. I'm saying Yahweh's. (laughs) Yahweh money. So in our last episode titled From Workplace to Life Space, we discussed the wellness program options available to employees and the importance of assessing them based on our needs. So we want to expand on this topic and discuss how employers and leaders can help improve the financial well-being of their employees this holiday season first of all i can't believe holiday season is almost here it is october 2023 i know 2024 is around the corner which is crazy (laughs) so according to a survey by salary finance 48 percent of employees reported financial worries and that's Mm -hmm. only those that reported it so i'm sure it's a high lot higher this financial worry and stress often escalates during the holiday season so as in philippians 2 3 says do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit rather in humility value others above yourself. So this is really speaking to the employers out there and the leaders. Like we need to take better care of our people and they need to take care of themselves. But what do you think about that, Vanessa? You know, I think this is one thing that, you know, when you practice this, it comes back to you tenfold. Mm -hmm. You know, when you take care of people, people take care of you, whether you're in a leadership role or not. So if we are in constant practice of taking care of others, Uh, I think it's just something that you have to learn to live and it comes back to you that way. But yeah, if we're not taking care of others, we're going to find ourselves in these positions where we don't have people to, you know, be around us and protect us when we need it as well. Yeah. Karma is real. And you're right. Mm -hmm. If it's not just the leaders, but your colleagues, we got to be looking out for each other. When your colleague is talking to you about some stressful situations, like we need to get with them and determine what kind of resource they need. Maybe we can give them something they need, but yeah, we all need help. We all need help. And, you know, as leaders, we have a responsibility to look after our employees and make them feel valued. I know over the years, I've had some really amazing leaders and, and you know, supervisors and managers that have been in my corner to support me, but I ain't always tell them what was going on either. So right. I would come into the workplace <laughs> and maybe had some financial issues or some family issues, and I would still put on that face and do my job. So, you know, sometimes you don't always know, but if you do, you got to help out as best as you can. Exactly. Yeah, because it does spill over. It does. It spills over to every other aspect of your life. And, you know, if you're not taken care of in all these other ways and you come to work and every day it's the same old thing or your boss is, you know, not nice to you or (laughs) says ugly things or just doesn't care, 
it spills over it into really everything does. else and it just adds on to that, you know, to that mound of stress that you have. But if you walk into somewhere that cares and you feel like it's a safe space for you uh, as an employee, then you're going to have a good day and they're going to be there to help. And then you're going to go above and beyond for your employer too. So true. So true. Yeah. I've always gone above and beyond in most positions, but that's because I had somebody who is above me or beside me supporting me. But when it, when they weren't, I was like, I'm just coming here. I would still do my job, but I would not go above and beyond. And I would take longer to get stuff done because it's like, you don't care about me. So why should I care about this situation? And, you know, Mm -hmm. and I always still did a good job, but man, if you gave me the support I needed, I'm telling you, new things were happening, innovation and creativity was happening. It was just a beautiful situation. But none of that, when you're feeling like, I remember being in a position with the military and us feeling like we were caged birds and that the big bird was like the admiral, the general, and that, or just our senior leadership. And they were just so mean. And we just felt like we were just bird that the they were banging on the cage often. We use that analogy. Like we just wow. feel like caged birds and our master is just banging on the cage, you know, and oh just scaring us. And that I mean, who wants to be like that? You know, nobody, nobody. I mean, you know, I came from a situation recently mm-hmm. where, you know, we were in meetings told that we were lazy and we were working 12 to 14 hours a day. <laughs> and it's like, how are we lazy when we're doing more than we're supposed to do? It's like, but if you, if somebody would have been in that position and said, Thank you for going above mm. and beyond. We're here with you. Different situation completely. Like a thank you can go so far. Oh my God, Vanessa. Yeah. That is a great point. <laughs> Leading with love and thank yous, really. Because mm-hmm. people don't understand. I just, a simple thank you. And I learned that early on, like maybe in my 20s, shoot, maybe my teens yeah. working, been working forever. But, you know, just a simple thank you. It ain't got to be nothing behind it or anything. But if you say thank you, good job. you know, appreciate you, whatever that your thank you looks like. Oh man, a thumbs up (laughs) when we're doing something, a smile, you know, that really just puts, you know, and that's my, I was saying to you a couple meetings ago, I was like, I say, you know, sorry and thank you so much, Mm -hmm. but you know what? That's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that because sometimes people just need you to hear that you're, you're there, you're empathetic and that you're sympathetic. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I've been in situations before where I've said thank you and it catches people off guard yeah. <laughs> because they're not used to that. Yeah. I've had people say, no one has ever said thank oh, you for me so sending sad. X, Y, or Z. And I'm like, that is horrible. That is horrible. Absolutely horrible. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can be thankful for someone taking time out of their day to do something they didn't have to do or they could have taken longer to do. Uh, to make your life easier. I mean, exactly. it's, it's true. I mean, I'm very thankful for those things. Yeah, me too. And this holiday season is a perfect opportunity to empower your team's financial well-being. So some strategies include, and we can go deeper into these, but you know, implementing financial education and considering implementing a comprehensive financial wellness program or incentivizing charitable giving. I love when I hear companies like, we'll match that times two, times three, times four, whatever you right. give to an organization. That to me is awesome. Provide financial financial counseling or just provide them, as we said, a token of their appreciation, whether it's, you know, a thank you, a bonus, a raise, you know, or any paid time off, giving food items such as hams and turkeys and gift packet baskets and restaurant and spa vouchers. I mean, there's so much you can do for your people. Mm-hmm. But I mean, getting into the financial education, have you ever worked anywhere that's provided I mean, we're financial educators and counselors, so we probably don't really need it. But that really provided a really good program. 
So I have never worked anywhere that provided, but I've worked at places that provided it for employers. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So I've been on the other end of that and I've seen the value that it Mm. brings to a team from that end, especially when you have somebody from an outside source coming in, because then employees don't feel like, okay, well, my boss is going to find out this is going to impact me in a negative way or whatever Mm -hmm. that might be. Um, But I've been places where, you know, other things have been included in our benefits that really made made me happy, like having some volunteer time. So I could go volunteer somewhere, Yeah, but it's not counting against my work or, you know, even having enough time with bereavement leave to grieve mm. properly. Um, oh, that's so important. All things that matter. Yeah. All things that matter. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I think similar here. I mean, if I hadn't worked in the credit unions or with a family services that provided the financial counseling, I don't think the military as a military civilian. I mean, I guess we had access to military one source, which I did use for therapy. (laughs) So, but from the financial perspective, not really, but, um, or we were the providers, as you said, but Mm -hmm. I've talked to people like, yeah, no, they don't offer that. You know, they don't provide that. And if they Mm -hmm. did, I was like, if they did, will they use it too? Right. It's always the question, but, um, having people, a leader, having somebody come in and teach a class or a workshop on budgeting and saving and managing debt, or just, giving that information to your team so they can make financial informed financial decisions, I think is very important. And like we said, people don't leave their financial stress at home. I've talked to so many colleagues, hundreds of them over the years, over the decades that talked about, I don't have enough money for this, or whether it's for diapers or that, or a child going to college, or I can't go on, I haven't been on vacation in years. I've been there. I used to be that person. I don't ever want to be that person again. But I've talked to people like, I can't, you know, I just can't afford to go on a vacation. Vacation. What is a vacation? You know, it's yeah. like, and, you know, their interaction with their coworkers and their vendors or clients. I mean, it's clouded by that nagging worry in the back of your mind. Like, exactly. or I mean, we had this conversation on a past episode, like people going out to lunch and they can't mm-hmm. buy lunch and they either choose it because they're trying to save, which I respect that they bring their mm-hmm. lunch in, or they just can't afford to ten twenty dollars mm-hmm. in DC or Georgia, Atlanta, wherever mm-hmm. you are right. in the world. That is so expensive. And I'm like, or they're just on a budget. So it could be a good thing. They're on a budget. And they're like, no, nah, I'm good. Or like, mm-hmm. nah. And then they're embarrassed and shamed because they don't have the money. So yeah. having the financial education to help people do that really helps. It really does. And it makes an employee want to stay with a company. Mm. That's the other thing about this because they are being supported. Exactly. And their needs outside are being, you know, acknowledged mm-hmm. at that same time because it's like, okay, well, you know, we may not be able to give you a raise or that much of a raise, but we can empower you and bring in somebody who can help you make the right choices or make decisions on what you can afford, what you can't afford, and what's okay to say no to. Because exactly. that's the other part of it too. It's just knowing that, you know, we have the power to make those choices. I think and that's like probably said, more invaluable. Yeah. Agree. <laughs> you know, if you're going to save yeah. thousands over a lifetime versus, mm-hmm. you know, a couple hundred, a couple thousand, maybe for pay time off right. or whatever, right. it's invaluable. Yeah. 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 It's like, you know, being able to teach someone and give them the tools mm-hmm. versus, you know, giving them a fish, exactly. teaching them a fish, you know? So I think having those things, it really does, it helps your team. It makes them more of a team because mm-hmm. they support each other as well. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've had people say, oh, my coworker and I were doing this together. So we always bring our lunches mm. or, you know, we have five people together and every Friday we bring an ingredient and we have a salad bar. Oh, or, nice. You know, little things like that that make a difference and it makes it exciting yeah. because you're not alone. 
we did that when I worked at Walter Reed for the army. We were bringing like we always have like, you know, um, potlucks and yeah. everybody bring one. I mean, that saves a lot of money. You just bring in your own dish and then we would eat. Um, mm-hmm. We always had to stay away from those that had cats. <laughs> no offense. I'm with you. <laughs> no offense to those with cats. We love you. We love exactly. you. I got family members yeah. with cats, but some people you just know you just can't eat their food. Uh, but yeah, we would. <laughs> We're saying you go buy something from the store. Okay. So, and so we're good. Uh, but yeah, we definitely would do that. And just even one person would treat and we would, Mm -hmm. you know, share with the treating and every other person, you know, person would share and do that. I mean, whatever ways we could to help people out and, you know, people that are making more money in certain companies would always like treat once a month, which was great, you know, and then being able to bring home leftovers to families. I'm telling you some people, you can tell people that are really struggling, either they're struggling or they're greedy, you know, there's always two sides of that, but, (laughs) but the people that are struggling, like, yeah, my family want to bring this home and Mm -hmm. come back and like, man, my child. It was, you know, really enjoyed that meal, and you're thinking, oh man, they probably haven't really eaten that well. Exactly. So you yeah. never know what's going you on. Don't know. I used to work for a ministry, and they had lunch brought in every day. Oh, it was a catered lunch every day. Uh, you know, and we would have just the same rotation, like Tuesdays was, you know, Mexican day or mm. whatever. But, you know, they would do that at the end. They would go ahead and just box up everything that was left. Mm-hmm. And anybody that needed meals to take home or wanted to take home <laughs> were able. So I swear that was my first job out of college. And I never had to really buy groceries. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't make that much either. Yeah. So it was such a welcomed, you know, little thanks at mm-hmm. the end of the day to be able to say, okay, I've had two good meals today. Yeah. And it hasn't cost me a penny. Wouldn't that be something? I mean, that's another episode or more research to have. If companies provided more food like they do at school for mm-hmm. people, because mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, they always hear, they always hear the, the data and the statistics, yeah. the research about kids, like during the summer, they don't eat a lot because mm-hmm. their, their two meals are coming from school or whatever. And, you know, they have these programs that are now during the summer, even during the pandemic that they're feeding more kids during the yeah. summer through the schools. But can you imagine how many people are not eating during the day at work? A for lot. the same reason? Yeah. 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 Or not eating, you know, a healthy Healthy, balance. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I've worked somewhere, too, where we had a, a kitchen that mm, was stocked. And nice. that was one of my jobs was to stock the oh, kitchen. Oh, okay. So, you know, I always made sure that, you know, if if you were having one of those days where you couldn't go out. And yeah. Food, you know, there was an oatmeal bar. So mm. you could, like, make some oatmeal or you could have ramen. I know that's not the healthiest of things. Yeah, but having a snack um, bar or something mm-hmm, good, healthy mm-hmm. food or coffee or yeah, whatever to get yeah. you through the day. Exactly. And we always had fresh fruit and, you know, protein bars and things like that and yogurts. So, you know, it's like I wouldn't leave the office during the day, which <laughs> really would help productivity. I'm about to because, say they did that on right? purpose. Yeah. But, but I was happy to stay. Yeah. And not have, you know, not having to go out and do that. So, it, so it benefits everybody when you do these things. Vanessa has worked at some of the coolest places. She's done like every job in earth. I mean, it's just amazing. So... <laughs> So what a necessity. <laughs> so implementing a comprehensive financial wellness program with Crusaders mm-hmm. for Change can provide to you guys as well. If you know of anybody, let us know. But, you know, covering topics, like we said, on budgeting and debt management, management, retirement planning, you know, having that comp- There's so many comprehensive programs now around either like child care or um, wellness programs. I've seen yoga. I've seen exercise, like all these different yeah. wellness programs that are making employers more competitive, but also it's just 
thinking about the person. Mm -hmm. So don't forget about financial wellness. We need those programs at workplaces to help people. But let's talk about this charitable giving. I mean, it's encouraging charitable giving during the holidays and offering different opportunities for employees to give their time or money or possessions. I really love the idea of just giving back. I've always tried to give back in some capacity and volunteering or, you know, just giving back not only spreads the goodwill. That's so such a good point. You know, it reinforces the value of generosity over materialism. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it helps people and out there and gives back to people, but it also just helps you, you know, just generosity is a good thing. It's good for your spirit. It really is. Well, and and if you can't give material items because you don't have them to give, Mm. we all have time, Mm -hmm. you know, we all have time that we can give, you know, and it's a bonding experience too. If you do it as a team, that's another thing. And it's a great way to show your team that, you know, you are in the community together and, you know, you build these friendships and these bonds that you can't make in the office. You can't. Great team building. I love mm-hmm. it. I always love team building. So, and then providing financial counseling. I mean, personalized advice. You can't, I mean, I think it's the best thing since sliced bread that people are missing out on getting, providing tools and resources to support where people need to navigate the holiday season, confidence right. and grace. You know, so many people are worried about what that gift's going to be, what my house going to be looking like, what kind of food I'm going to have. Um, I think we're going to talk about that more in the next episode, but it's just a lot, you know, and we can help and increase employees' engagement by decreasing their personal financial stress so that organizations have lower absenteeism, um, higher profitability, and increased productivity. So you definitely need to shout out Crusaders for Change that provides those programs, but we're just here to support, and financial counseling is one of those many wellness programs out there to support. Right. Well, and financial counseling kind of spills over into every other area of your <laughs> yeah, life. Always. Because yeah. everything takes money. <laughs> everything takes money. Everything takes money. So it really can help so many aspects of your life. And I think we've had so many clients that have said that, you know, that their marriage is better mm. and, you know, their work-life balance is better and they're doing more for their family. So it really spills over into everything else. I know. So when a fin- when an employer helps their employee financially, like you said, it's spilling over into, and I believe spiritually, spiritually, mentally, physically, family, community, all of that. It just affects okay. all of you personally. Um, and it just really, you know, I was even thinking about the kids, like being good role models. So mm-hmm. if you, when you're getting all this money or not a lot of money, wherever yeah. you are in the spectrum with your finances and your job, you being able to manage that responsibly and having that, you know, education is really helps. Agree. Yeah. 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 And it's so nice to be able to, to see that it really just impacts your spirit as a whole mm. as well. You know, I mean, I think most people, when they see this balance and they feel fulfilled with work and with everything else, so managing their money is part of that Mm -hmm. and being able to do that without the stress of it. Yeah. I mean, you just see uh, people with lighter spirits too. You do. Walking around happy, doing a great job at work, taking care of their families, not neglecting their families, not neglecting themselves. We always talk about the exterior or external piece of it. But what about the internal piece? Like, you know, there's a lot going on when you're struggling with finances and you're at work, you know, there's. This horrible story that I remember working at Walter Reed and a guy committing suicide. And when we learned more about it, it was because he couldn't pay his family's bills. And he's mm-hmm. just like, my value is I have no value. 
And a lot of times that's attached mm-hmm. to our, our, our spirit and our, and our pride and so much more. And when we can't support our families and that was a horrible situation, but we don't want our people to get there um, because they're scared of whatever financial situation we can support exactly. them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's so sad. It's so sad, but unfortunately a lot of people, finances has a lot to do with a lot of trauma in our, in many places. (laughs) So it really does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in John 15, 12, it says, my command is this love each other as I have loved you, you know, show your compassion, grace, and love by setting example, Jesus left for us to follow employers. You know, it's not all about the dollar and power. It's about taking care of people. And remembering the true spirit of holidays is not found in extravagant gifts or lavish parties. I mean, those are fun, you know, (laughs) but it's not always about it. Guess what? You can have those extravagant gifts and lavish parties if you save and do all that work that goes with it. So we'll talk about that another time. But from the employer's perspective, it's in love, gratitude, and connection we share with one another. Encourage your team to embrace the spirit and you empower their financial well-being and create a workplace community community that thrives on the values of compassion, empathy, and generosity. Oh, that's so beautiful. That is beautiful. I know. So Vanessa, any last words? I would just say, you know, when you're in a place of leadership Mm. and you have the ability to do more for others because you are in this place of leadership, take advantage of it. Yeah. You know, and you will see the growth in your team Mm -hmm. and even your own, you know, personal spirit, your well-being, you know, your company, everything is going to be better because of you giving back. You usually get tenfold what you give. Exactly. So true. So true. And you build lasting relationships. The places I've worked and I've really valued, I'm still, I was valued. They showed value to others. I'm still in contact with those leaders and they're amazing. And you never know, they come out of woodworks and like, oh, how can I support you with that? And I'm like, how can I support you? So it's that loving bond that exists beyond that relationship or that employer. I mean, it's amazing. So Well, thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to follow us wherever podcasts are found. And remember, it's always better Yahweh's way. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the crossroads of religion and money. Also, we would love to hear your feedback on today's episode. So please leave us a review or just tell us what's on your mind. And remember to follow our podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions of topics for us to discuss, please email us at Yahweh at crusaders, the number four, change.org. To hear all of Yahweh's Money latest episodes, please visit us at www.crusaders, the number four, change.org or wherever podcasts are found. God bless. <laughs>